Hello and welcome. This is a second podcast of the DZ Sport. Today we'll be talking about Algeria's game last night against Zimbabwe. I'm Yusuf Dahmani and I'm here alongside Dean Ami. Hello everyone. And uh, yeah, so let's start off. Uh, what did you think of yesterday's game then, Dean? Well, you know, everyone goes into the game thinking we're going to win by three, we're going to win by four, how many goals we're going to score. But at the end of the day, it's shocking. <laughs> because we, we, you know, a good start is so important to winning a tournament. And, you know, with just 20 minutes gone, we're already trailing and we're already, you know, chasing games. And that's not a good thing to do at this tournament. Yeah, exactly. And uh, as well, we, we put out a poll, didn't we, yesterday on DZ Sport and it won by majority that everyone thought we was going to win. So it must have shocked the majority of our followers and Algerian fans, isn't it? Well, not one person voted for a Zimbabwe win, and that was nearly the case. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if that was biased or what people actually thought, but it, it was amazing, really. And it shows the quality of this tournament, and we're going to have two tr- tricky games coming up as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, yeah, let's, let's start talking a bit about the, the game. It was a shaky start, wasn't it? Because it was that um, that player who had... Uh, it was Billiat, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, Billiat, who had a, a shot from 30 yards out, wasn't it? And hit the post. And things were starting to look a bit shaky, wasn't it, by uh, from that moment for Algeria? Yeah, and it was actually an amazing save by Mbolhi. He actually got a touch on it. Yeah. And if he didn't, who knows? That would have been probably goal of the tournament. But that was a warning sign of things to come. Yeah, and we, uh, we didn't take it. Yeah, and uh, after that, Mahrez's goal... Yeah, everyone must have thought, yes, this is it. They're, they're coming back. Algeria's coming back. And then a couple of minutes later, Belkhatir goes in and concedes a penalty. What, what did you think of that? Well, you know, that Mahrez goal was trademark Mahrez. We've seen him do it for Leicester. Cutting it onto that left foot. Bang. No one's saving that. We're thinking, here we go. This is our star man turning up to the tournament for mm-hmm. once. And then we just throw it away. You know, Belkhatir gets caught out for both goals. The first one, he, he leaves yeah. so much room and he's the wrong side of the player. And the second one is just lazy. Um, and Bolhi couldn't really do anything about that penalty. But, you know, the players must have been shocked going 2-1 down to Zimbabwe. Yeah, and did you think he could have done something for that first goal? Could he have saved it, you think? Because it was a kind of it wasn't like a powerful shot or anything. It was more placement, wasn't it, at the far post? Yeah, you know, I, I don't think he was expecting him to shoot. I mean, Belkatir got turned and you could see Mbolhi after the goal telling him, you know, keep look out with your eyes. He was pointing at his eyes. But... You know, just a little bit more alert, I think, because he wasn't expecting him to shoot from there. Perhaps not expecting the quality from the Zimbabwean player, but it was a good finish, to be fair to the guy. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, yeah, following on, uh, luckily Mahrez, he got the uh, the equaliser, but it was too late, wasn't it? Because that second half, the amount of shots we had could have won the game, couldn't we? That was an amazing second half. It was end-to-end, really, because it was yeah. all Algeria... But then Zimbabwe on the counter because we had so many players forward. Exactly. And if it wasn't for Mbolhi, it could have been 3 or 4-1 by that stage. He made some fantastic saves. Yeah. Unbelievable saves. As good as a goal, really. And I'm surprised I didn't give him the man of the match award. But good to see Mahrez again on the score sheet. Another good finish on that left foot. What would we do without him? I know, definitely. And uh, let's go back to Zimbabwe. Do you think uh, they... They're a good team. They could make it through. Or do you think we just defensively were poor? Or what do you think? What do you think their their chances are? Well, the best player came off injured after 10 minutes, uh, Musona. And, you know, we're thinking our luck's here today. But 
the way they played was unbelievable. I, I think towards the end they got a bit tired. Mm-hmm. But if they play like that against Senegal and Tunisia, they could be a real force in this group as well. So it's open at the moment. Yeah, and uh, Algeria's defence, what do you think? Do you f- what is it? What is it with them? We've seen it against Mauritania we, in the friendly where we've conceded first. We've seen it against Nigeria. We completely got destroyed. And uh, yeah, what do you think needs sorting out? Do you think something needs to happen? Do you think the midfield's not helping the defence? Or what? what is it? Well, I think, of course, the goalkeeper is absolutely fine. He doesn't need... He's an amazing keeper. I yeah. think maybe one or two occasions the defence are relying on Mbolhi to, mm-hmm. you know, to save their skin. I think Gulam and uh, Mandy are good players. But that right side of defence, Ben Sabaini's come in, he's looked all right. Yeah. You know, almost scored hitting the crossbar of a header. Mm-hmm. And the right-back position, we've, we've used three different right-backs. I think yeah. we went for Zafan, then Ziti, and now Berkhatir. And now it's looking like Mefta will come in. So it's our fourth uh, right-back yeah. in the space of three games. Yeah, <laughs> Unbelievable. So do you think that that's basically a position where we're lacking? Do you think it's the right-back position? Because obviously for the World Cup and that, we had Mandy playing at right-back, but now he's he's changed into a centre-back. Do you think maybe Mandy should have gone back to that right-back position or stick with that? Or what do you think? Well, Mandy's an experienced right-back, and if we're low on options... It would be sensible to put Mandy there. But then you look at the centre-half position and you're going to have to put someone like Belkarawi in, which, yeah. as we saw against Mauritania, is, is uh, ludicrous, to be yeah. honest. But the defence does worry me. Yeah, definitely. And uh, let's just go now to the midfield position. Bentaleb, Guardiola, what, what do you think about that? How did they play? Well, I think Guardiola is a good player. Um, we've got a temper on him, though, Bentaleb and Guardiola. They've got, they got tempers. Mm. And... A short fuse could see them get sent off. You know, they're always yeah. kicking in. But I think we miss Tide there. I think Tide is a really good plan, a really big miss. Because if you look at our bench, the midfield's really lacking in options if one ha- if something happens to those two. Definitely. But I think they are good players and they'll grow in this tournament. And uh, let's just uh, finish off with Algeria talking about uh, Slimani and Sudani. Not, not much of a threat, were they, yesterday? Uh, do you think Sudani was, was playing with an injury, possibly? And what do you think about Slimani? What, what was going on with him? He had a couple of chances and completely missed them, didn't he? Well, Sudani starting the game out wide, then came into the centre, then came out wide again. He just didn't look 100%. I don't know what it was. I don't know if he's low on match fitness, but that wasn't good enough. And it begs the question, when you need to change him, Someone like Faguli on the bench would have been a great option to have, but of course we didn't take him. And as for Slimani, you could see for 80 minutes he was crying out for a good delivery into the box. You know, Gulan was putting some crosses in, but they were too high or yeah. they were too short. But, but Mah- Mahrez did, uh, did manage to put it on his head and he completely mis- misplaced it, didn't he, with it, the header? It was a perfect cross. Mm. And Slimani couldn't moan about that one because yeah. it was right on his head and exactly. he didn't make the most of it. Mm. Okay, uh, following on, uh, let's talk about our next game, which is on Thursday. Uh, we're up against uh, our neighbouring countries, our brothers, uh, Tunisia. Well, not brothers <laughs> anymore. <laughs> uh, what, what, what do you think? Uh, do you think we have a chance after seeing how they played yesterday? I think Tunisia were unlucky not to get anything. But for them, this is a massive game. I think there's more pressure on them because they've got no points. Yeah. They're the only team in the group who haven't scored a goal. And they know if, that, if they lose, then it's, it's pretty much over for them. So... We've got to take the game with caution. We're at an advantage, though, with the manager managing Tunisia two years ago. He should know them pretty well. Yeah, and uh, obviously uh, yesterday's game, they it, it looked it looked hard. I feel I feel kind of bad feel, for feel them. You know, them. I feel yeah. sorry because obviously they. Um, if you look at the stats. They they more than doubled uh, their chances than Senegal, but obviously Senegal took their chances well, didn't they? And. Uh, 
I'm not sure. Against with our defence, Tunisia, if they do them chances, we're not going to always have Mbouhi stopping them, are we? Well, there's a bit, little bit of revenge needed as well from a previous tournament when we lost to them one yeah. uh, 0 in the last minute, but. I do think with Tunisia, because we're playing a North African nation, that should help us because it's an even playing field. You know, sometimes people would say, oh, you know, the, the sub-Saharan countries are better used to the climate of Africa, you know, the yeah. hot degrees. But we've both been from North Africa. This is, a, this is going to be a proper game of North African nations. And really, whoever wins is probably going to be going through. Yeah, definitely. And uh, let's talk about Zimbabwe. Do you think uh, they have a chance against Senegal? Do you think they could possibly get another draw? Because looking at their last three games, they've drawn to Algeria, Cameroon and Ivory Coast, which are all big teams. I think Senegal will be watching that game back and they'll be thinking, we're going to change our game plan. They were probably looking at that game where they were going to really bank on a win. But now they need to be cautious because they've seen what Zimbabwe can do on the counter. And with respect, Senegal's keeper is perhaps not as good as Mbolhi. So if Zimbabwe have those chances again, they could capitalise. And I don't know if it's going to be beneficial to us, though, if Zimbabwe get something out of these games, because that could really throw a spanner in our works. If we don't beat Tunisia and we have to go into the game beating Senegal... It's going, to be, it's going to be wide open. It's going to be very tough. And uh, at that point, we'll, we'll leave it there. Thank you for listening, uh, everyone, to this podcast. And uh, inshallah, we'll be making uh, another one after the group stages or possibly after Tunisia's game if we have a chance. Depending on the result. <laughs> yeah, depending on the result as well. And yeah, so thank you very much for listening. And uh, until next time. Thank you.